Hi, and welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Great to uh, be in another episode of The the Quacks, and uh, we've got all four of our docs with us today, Dr. Pat, Dr. Adrian, Dr. Phil, and myself, Dr. Allen. And what we want to talk about today is the power of the chiropractic adjustment. And, and what happened before we turn on the recorder is what happens when a bunch of chiropractors get together is we start sharing our stories about, oh, let me tell you about this case or this happened. And I'm just going to really, I don't know if the chiropractic profession loves this, but I think it's why we're so misunderstood and it's why we're such a quirky group is at the end of the day, let's look at what we do. I mean, if you really want to strip it down, people walk in. They lay on a table, we pop a few things, they leave. And I think that's why we're such a target. It's why we named this podcast The Quacks, because it's like, come on, that doesn't do anything. Well, what's our profession has been around for 120, 20 or 21 years. I always forget the math. Because it's worked, everybody. It's, it, you know, you can't just blow smoke and mirrors for 120 years. Chiropractic works incredibly well. And we spend a lot of our podcasts, go check them out, giving you the science, the neurology behind why it works. But today's show is just about the story behind it. And Dr. Phil, you were just sharing that you've been taking care of, of a young lady with ataxia and balance. Explain that and talk about what's going on. Apraxia. 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 So I actually have to look this one up because I was like, apraxia, what takes apraxia? I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of that before. And so after doing some research, um, um, the, it was kind of interesting because the mom called. She was referred by another mom and her son was playing football. And she says, hey, you know, I heard you work with the nervous system. I said, yeah, we do. I said, and she says, well, my daughter has apraxia. Do you think that will fix her? And I said, I don't know. Is it a nervous system disorder? And she says, yeah, that's what they said. And so she came to my I said, well, if it's a nervous system disorder, let's check it out. And so she brought her to my office. She told me the history, how for three years, well, let's go back. Usually it starts early on developmental. So the child never learns how to speak properly. They have speech impediments. They have to go through speech therapy, all this kind of stuff. Well, this was different for her. Instead of it, it developing a, a slowly and not developing speech, her speech actually started slow, go, going away slowly when she turned around five years old or so. So after messing around with the hospital here in Albuquerque, um, finally, after going to a speech therapist, the speech therapist said, well, the diagnosis I gave you is incorrect. You have apraxia. And so she had to go look it up and figure out what the heck it was too. So anyways, make a long story short. She comes to the office. We sit down, we go start going through this stuff. I start noticing the rigidity in her neck. She couldn't hardly turn her neck at all. She's having muscle issues. Like we start talking and she kind of would sway in her chair kind of back and forth. And so I had her stand up and she was having issues with her balance. And you know, when we, we had a discussion, it, it was comprehensible, but yeah, there definitely was some issues with her speech. And so we've been seeing her for about three weeks now. And the biggest improvement that, we that we've seen so far is she's able to do cartwheels now. I mean, this is a girl that was having a hard time standing up. And then the other day she goes, you want to see my cartwheel? And I was like, I think I was blown away more away than the mom was. I'm like, do you realize what she just did? I'm like, if you're having a balance issue, you can't do cartwheels, right? And she did like the most perfect cartwheel. So in return, I did a cartwheel for her. She thought my <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's awesome. Uh, Dr. Adrian, how about you? You were just talking about a common one we see in our offices has to do around fertility. Uh, let me tee up of that. Yeah, no, that, that was one of the, the coolest things to, to come back and hear this patient, you know, say that, that I got her pregnant, 
you know, was, <laughs> was cool. I was able to assist in that just by, you know, really taking stress off of the nerve system, especially down through the lower back that, you know, we initially found on the exam and nerve studies that we did, there was a lot of stress and irritation there that uh, quite possibly was the reason why she wasn't able to uh, get pregnant with her husband. Uh, and that's the reason why they started CARE. Uh, because they had somebody else who told them, hey, give chiropractic a try. Why not try this out? You've tried everything else. Um, give this a try. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times, I'm sure you other docs hear this as well, is chiropractic is the last resort. But oftentimes it should be the first thing that they try. Why not try this and then go and try other things if chiropractic isn't able to help. But it was, it was such a neat story. We were able to see her. We actually saw her for, uh, for a little while. It was about four months uh, where we were seeing her you know, frequently really just working on addressing those patterns of subluxations and, you know, to have her come back with the biggest smile on her face, um, you know, was, was such an awesome, you know, thing for, for me to experience and then for the rest of the office to uh, see as well and hear, uh, just hearing her testimony and, and really just, you know, tears of happiness, you know, that they were able to get pregnant and they were pregnant and they were expecting. So that was such a beautiful uh, experience and I'll, I'll definitely never forget that day, so. That's awesome. How about you, Dr. Pat? Uh, well, the reason why that comes to mind just kind of proves how closely related emotional and physical health are. So I had a patient come in, and um, this is recent, within the past couple of weeks, he came in, and you can just tell he's uncomfortable. He came in mainly for anxiety. He was recently diagnosed with ADHD, which we just talked about in a recent podcast, and he started taking um, Adderall. So he said he's been on Adderall. He just has a lot of anxiety. He doesn't feel comfortable in his body. You can see it in his posture while he's sitting there just kind of leaning certain ways to try to just get comfortable. And that's really what he came in for. It's more physical things, you know what I mean? He didn't really get into different things that are affecting him and his emotional health. But after we started adjusting him, he started just feeling so much better. Physically, he started feeling better, but he was able to cope with different emotional things better as well. And at that point, he kind of broke down and told me that he moved to Albuquerque because he's taking care of his father who was dying. And unfortunately, his dad did pass a few weeks back. And he also has a bunch of issues um, or just he's busy in general. He's getting married soon. He has a lot of other things on his plate. So all this constant physical stress, emotional stress, it's all linked together. You know what I mean? When you're starting to get better in one, you start getting balanced in one, it affects the other one so much. And that's exactly how we help people. It's not so much just trying to key in on physical um, defects or disabilities. It's also helping other aspects of your health, social health, emotional health. And when you can tie those things together and improve one with just tweaking the other one, it's really huge and powerful. So uh, I want to share a story recently that Dr. Adrian reminded me of. It has to do with fertility, but the other end of that spectrum has happened over the years. An older gentleman who came in with bad sciatic pain, hunched over, couldn't walk, a limp, radiating down into his foot, numbness happening, had been there for long enough that his leg was even beginning to atrophy, the muscle was getting smaller down that right side. Um, had noticed some digestive problems, uh, some problems going to the bathroom, urinating, and that was the extent of what we, we talked about. So we started working on him, adjusting him, you know, leveling out that pelvis. So often, as you guys know, when uh, somebody has pelvic unleveling, when the, a leg is contracted shorter, the pelvis is not level, that starts pulling on that piriformis muscle, starts entrapping the nerves, and that's what causes that sciatic problem and it's just it's a mechanical thing that has to be addressed. So we started working on him lining up his hip, stimulating that nerve supply going into the lower part of his uh, bowel and bladder and he came in one day and just was literally giddy giggling. Uh, 
and, and Alyssa, who's out in front of her office, and, and he, he just comes back and he starts whispering. He's like, hey, Doc. He said, uh, I've had five erections in the last 12 hours, and I haven't had one in four years. <laughs> and the, the probably funny part of the story is there was an attractive lady who was up in the front, and he's like, it's happening again right now. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're crossing the line. That's a little too much information. Yeah. But um, it's kind of been this funny joke now when he comes in. Um, because he's just like, man, my, my wife's happy. He's like, I, I, I'm embarrassed about that. But he's like, I, you should promote that on billboards. And, uh, and again, it's the idea, though, that those nerves run everything in your body. So, you know, it, it takes nerve supply to get excited, if you will. And if that's not functioning properly, it can affect that. And uh, I love those stories because that's a... I don't mean to wax poetic, but that has a lot to do with relationships and couples. And, and when you're hurting, when things aren't functioning right, you're not whole for the people around you in your life. And it's really hard for you to, to, to serve them when you're thinking about yourself. And it's, I think, our highest calling and our purpose as chiropractors is to help people get back to a point where they can feel good enough to go fulfill their life's purpose, to go do what they're supposed to do in the world. So, uh, we'll go one more round here, Dr. Phil. What about you? Um, you know, my passion is kids. And so this one happened to me probably about 10 years ago. It was one of my, my favorite stories um, that I, I like to tell. Um, I had a young gentleman that came to my office. He's seven years old. He's playing football. He had a hard hit. And so he started coming to the office. His mom brought him in. And I was getting him checked. And, um, you know, he's doing good. So he stayed with me throughout the whole season. Well, then about Christmas time, Mom brings both the boys in. She had an older brother who was 13 at the time and says, you got to do for him, for the younger, or for older son, what you did for the younger son. I said, well, what did I do? And she said, you stopped, or he stopped going in the bed finally. Hmm. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, I didn't do that. You know, all we did was correct his nervous system, his body did all the rest. Cause I mean, his body's like the superhero and it's not me. And hmm. then I said, but what's going on with your older son? You know, he's 12 years old and and he still went in bed. She goes, yeah, we've tried everything since he was like three, four years old to try to stop and get bed, wet in the bed. And, he, you know, he can't go to any parties or any spend the night. He's never spent the night anybody that wasn't family before. And, like, the little boy, like, starts having tears in his eyes because, you know, I can see he's embarrassed. You know, you're 12 years old and you have a bedwetting problem. And so we started working on him. And I told her right off the bat, I said, I can't guarantee that just because we got those results for your, your younger son is going to be the same that we did for, for your older son. I said, every situation's different, you know, you know, what's going on with his body, it might be something different. So we, but we started working on him and within a few months, he was able to see the same results. And, um, I, I just got a letter from my sister-in-law said that they had just moved. This young boy has graduated now and they moved out of, out of, uh, New Mexico. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Dr. Adrian. Uh, I was mentioning to you guys before we started recording that just this last week we had a we had a teenager that just came into the office. Uh, her mom had recently been in an accident, so uh, she was getting good results and wanted to see if chiropractic could help out her her little girl, her little girl, but her teenage daughter. Um, so I started asking before she brought her in, you know, kind of what was going on. She said, "Well, she's she's got some back problems. I want to see if it's something that you can help her out with." So she brings her daughter in, and uh, we find out that two years prior. Uh, she had had Harrington rod surgery, so she has a scoliosis, and they put Harrington rods from T1, which is the very top of the spine, first thoracic vertebra, all the way down to L3 uh, for the scoliosis that she was having. And since she had that procedure, uh, the teenager just hasn't had any energy, hasn't been able to do the things that she wants to do. 
she has a job now where she stands on her feet all day working at Forever 21 and just uh, it's draining. It's tiring, fatiguing, just not being able to do the things that she wants to do, not just within her work, within her personal life because of uh, how she feels, unfortunately. So they came in and uh, we did an exam and, you know, we started adjusting her last week and just from the two adjustments that she experienced last week, she said that's the greatest she's ever felt um, since she's had that surgery even before that. Um, so it was, it was really sweet and nice to hear that. Uh, and I know that she was happy and sad at the same time, but unfortunately she had already gone through that procedure uh, when it was something that chiropractic required and definitely would have benefited her uh, even you know if she didn't get that uh, herringen rod surgery. So uh, it's been a neat thing to see uh, just off of the few adjustments that we've done on her. And I always love to say this, but the adjustments, they're the most powerful thing that we can do. We can't see them, but it's one of the most powerful things that, that we can do to the body. Um, every single time that we're, we're able to adjust the patient, so. You know, that comes to mind. We need to do a whole show, and we will for you. Thanks for listening, everybody, on scoliosis. Because uh, we are great at correcting scoliosis. It's one of our specialties, and we'll talk about the neurology of that. And, yeah, we've taken care of a number of people of the years who have those Harrington rod surgeries. And I get so angry when I see those, because that is about as medieval as it gets. And there's a basic lack of understanding within neurologists, within orthopedic surgeons that would be willing to do that surgery. There's so much misinformation out there about a curvature in the spine like a scoliosis. And so um, it all comes down to nerve input and changing how the brain's controlling everything. Uh, so we'll do a show on that in the future. How about you, Dr. Pat? What's been, what, what's next stories growing at the top of your mind? Uh, one other cool story that comes to mind is just kind of how chiropractic helps families in general. And a lot of times we get one person in the family, some other members might be a little skeptical of what chiropractic does or have, have heard horror stories about it and don't want that person to go in or they won't go in themselves. But once they see the changes in that person, it's really cool how people kind of trickle in after some time, you know what I mean? And maybe about a year ago I had a patient, he's in his 80s and real stubborn, older guy. <laughs> he's real stuck in his ways on certain things. He never would have considered a chiropractor until one of his buddies that he has coffee with told him like, hey, I go to chiropractor all the time. I still golf, I still do all these things. Like, why the heck am I doing these things? You know what I mean? So he came in just still real skeptical because his daughters, sons, everybody was, they were actually mad at him for going in to talk to us. You know what I mean? He has a lot of um, just different issues, sort of more kind of movement issues. He has a lot of restriction through his spine and it comes with age, you know what I mean? It's normal processes, but you can still help that along by getting adjusted over time. But anyways, once we're adjusting him, a lot of things change. You know what I mean? He became more pleasant. He's a lot, he's very open to us now. He talks to us a lot. He tells us a lot about his family. He's just very fun to be around. He wasn't like that when he first went in, you know what I mean? And his family have noticed these changes. So um, some really funny things. After maybe a couple months, his daughter came in and then he had a granddaughter come in, a great granddaughter come in too. So it's been really cool seeing all the family members and their stories of how he's changed. It's really cool to hear. Um, one of them was really afraid to drive with him to be in a car with him because he had so much restriction through his neck that he couldn't turn correct. Like he couldn't turn to see who's coming and he's cut a lot of people off and they couldn't get him off the road. He's so stubborn that they didn't even try anymore. You know what I mean? But they're very happy that he's getting some mobility back to the neck. His range of motion is better. He's able to drive more safely. And now they're able to get in the car with him and not be afraid for the lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just really cool once we hear all those stories from family members, how these big changes from what we do. Like I said, it's very subtle. People think it's so very subtle what we do, but it's very powerful to your overall function. Most definitely. And I'm sitting here thinking over the years, 
uh, in both young people and adults, how many skin problems clear out when somebody gets adjusted? Uh, we've seen people with bad psoriasis, uh, people with bad acne. Uh, you had one patient had some really bad boils that would pop up. And uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, your biggest organ is your skin. And uh, just it's amazing how, again, how I started the show saying, we have this funny thing. People come in, they sit in a chair, they lie down on a table, we move a few things, a few things release or pop or drop, uh, or we use an instrument, and they leave. And, and all these things that modern science has tried to tackle, the body's able to just very quickly heal and repair on its own when you give the body that chance to do that. And that's the beauty of chiropractic. I think we're very fortunate because I talk to so many medical doctors now that are so frustrated with their profession. You know, back in the 30s and 40s, medical doctors were the family friend. That's where you went. And, and I think insurance has changed that dynamic so much where people are dictated who they see because of their insurance. And we've always been very fortunate that for many families, we are their primary care doctor. And when something's wrong, they come and get our opinion first. And we're able to have that relationship with people because of people can just come into our offices. Our rates are, in most chiropractors these days, are less than most people's co-pays. Uh, so we're able to cut out that system. It just, we get to have these stories to see people's lives change from the simple act of adjusting a person's spine. And uh, it's the coolest profession in the world. So anything else to wrap up before we stop, guys? All right, well, thank you again for uh, listening. As always, it's good for our soul to share these conversations and thank you for, for listening in. We'll bring many more of, of just our stories as, as we go through our practices. You know, this is the fun stuff for us to share. We'll be sure to bring more of it to you on the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy, blessed, abundant week.